All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Paisley on Sixers podcast. My name is Ryan, and today we are handing out end-of-season awards for the NBA. Now, considering the fact that this could be the end of the regular season due to the coronavirus, I figured why not make a video where we hand out end-of-season awards because it looks like it's going to be over. I don't know if they're going to play any more regular season games this year. Um, you know, there's talks about going right into the playoffs or maybe getting a couple more regular season games. So I think we're at a point now where we can kind of evaluate where we're at in the season. And I think I can give a pretty good estimation of where we at, where we are at at the end of the season. So the awards I will be giving out today are the MVP, the Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved Player, Coach of the Year, and then I'll also be putting together my All-NBA First Team. So, hmm, where should I start? You know what, I think we'll start with the MVP and just go down the list just as I read it. So... When I was uh, when I was looking at the MVP this year, there's it's really a two horse race. It's always been a two horse race. Obviously, you know, unless you live under a rock, you know that it's been pretty much between LeBron and Giannis. And for a majority of the year, I would say it was Giannis. And Giannis has been otherworldly worldly this year, just with his dominance on both ends. But over the last couple days, last week of the season, last couple weeks of the season, this bad, bad man, LeBron James, has been coming on strong. So my MVP for the 2020 season is LeBron James. And this was a pretty tough decision to go back and forth with and you know, and during these awards, I'm going to try and be as unbiased as I possibly can. It may not work, but we'll see. Uh, I'm going to do my best to give what I actually think the NBA is going to pick this year. So, MVP this year is LeBron James. This man is 35 years old. Okay, 35 years old, averaging 25.7 points. 10.6 rebounds and almost 8 assists per game. At 35. Leads the league in assists. He's someone who has completely transformed his game to make the team around him better. He is point guard LeBron. Ages like fine wine. He doesn't have to carry a team anymore. He just makes everyone around him better. And I think I could have very easily given this award to Giannis, who has been outstanding in his own right, and it's very possible he will win this award. But I think LeBron James is going to win this award. And I think he won it over the last couple games. It was pretty much neck and neck up until this point, but... The Lakers played two road games against the Clippers in Staples Center. Technically a road game. 
and against Milwaukee on the road as well. So you have a matchup between Giannis and you have a matchup with Kawhi. Against Giannis, took over the game down the stretch, 37-8-8. Against Kawhi and the Clippers, 28-9-8. And two wins. He's led the team to the best record in the NBA this year. Number one in the Western Conference. Clinched a playoff spot for the Lakers for the first time in quite a while. I don't remember how long. It's been long. LeBron James has done everything to put the team on his back. Now, you could argue that, okay, Giannis doesn't have as much help, but I want to put this argument out there as well. When LeBron James was in the Eastern Conference, he was getting no love because of how weak the Eastern Conference was. Now he's in the Western Conference, the conference he said everybody, you know, everybody said he couldn't conquer the Western Conference. He's doing it, and he's doing it at 35 years old. So now what's the excuse? Could we make the same excuse for Giannis? He's in a weak Eastern Conference. I think it's only fair to make that assumption. And don't get me wrong, Giannis is great. He's incredible. He's developed so well over the years. But this is LeBron James's award. And he's done everything in his power to carry this Lakers team through the Kobe Bryant stuff. He is a leader on and off the court. He is my most valuable player this year. Moving on to the Rookie of the Year. Again, another two-horse race. This is John Morant or Zion Williamson. Really no one else close, in my estimation. Zion Williamson is a stud. He will be a superstar. However, the Rookie of the Year this year is going to John Morant. I don't think it should even be a question. Even if the NBA played the full season, I don't think this is a question. What John Morant has done for that Memphis Grizzlies team is second to none. He has them in the playoffs right now. They're an eight seed. I think they're three and a half games up on the next person, next team. He's averaging 17 points and six assists. And he was a three-time rookie of the month. Three months in a row, November, December, January. John Morant has done so much in his life. Underdog his whole life. Didn't get a D1 offer until Murray State. Played at small Murray State. And he worked his way up. He was a star of the tournament past couple years. And then he was a number two overall draft pick behind Zion. For me, this was kind of an easier choice than MVP because Zion just hasn't had the body of work. You know, I look back to the year that it was Malcolm Brogdon who won, 
with Embiid and Dario. Embiid very well could have won that Rookie of the Year. He just didn't play enough. I don't think Malcolm Brogdon should have won it for the record. I think it should have been Dario, but that's spade of spade, water under the bridge. I just haven't seen enough from Zion. I still question his durability, his motor at times. He's a superstar talent, but I'm not sure that he deserves this award like John Morant, who goes hard all the time. So my rookie of the year is John Morant, and I think that was a little bit less challenging again than MVP was, but I think he very much deserves it. Moving forward, sixth man of the year this year. I think there was, again, you know, just looking online and looking uh, basketball reference and different sources. Sixth man of the year, I think it could be, it's anybody's ball game. I think there's going to be a lot of votes for a lot of different people. But the two I kind of came up with here, and two people I think deserve it the most, are Dennis Schroeder of the Oklahoma City Thunder and your boy Sweet Lou, Sweet Lou Williams of the Los Angeles Clippers, former Sixer. And this year, after kind of looking at things and eye test, I think the NBA is going to go with Dennis Schroeder. I really do. And I wouldn't be mad at it, honestly. This would be Lou Williams' fourth six man of the year. But I think Dennis Schroeder barely beats him out. The Thunder have been through a lot of changes recently. Lost Paul George, lost Russell Westbrook. That was a pairing that you thought was going to be around for a long, long time. However... They left. Paul George went to the Clippers with Kawhi. Westbrook went to the Rockets with James Harden. Everybody counted out the Thunder. The Thunder, they they weren't supposed to be any good this year at all. Chris Paul wanted a trade before they even played any games. But now here we are. Three quarters of the way through the season, or potentially the full season right now. And the Thunder are the five seed. They're in the playoffs. This team was supposed to be horrible, but they're 40 and 24. And not to say that's all Dennis Schroeder, but he's always been a steady player, very consistent when he was with Atlanta, and uh, I think he was with a couple other teams, but. Most I most remember him with Atlanta. But he's had a really nice year. Uh, he's also ahead of Lou Williams in points per game. Three-point percentage on more attempts and field goal percentage also on more attempts. Lou Williams is obviously a staple of the league. He's been around a long time. And he's still a very productive player. But he hasn't been as consistent as he normally is. And Dennis Schroeder is doing what he's doing on a team that was supposed to be really bad. And therefore, I'm going to give six man of the year to Dennis Schroeder. 
Now we move on to Defensive Player of the Year. Again, you can put a lot of people here for a lot of reasons. I would love to say Ben Simmons will win this award, but that's based off bias. He's had a hell of a year defensively. You can always put Rudy Gobert. He's the safe pick. But I'm going to give credit to where credit's due. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Defensive Player of the Year. He leads the NBA in defensive rebounds, defensive rating, defensive win shares. And he's been able to do it on both ends of the floor. He's able to play at such a high level on both ends. He would have been, I think, the third player to... And he very well could be. This is just based off my rankings. But he very well could be the third player to win both MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. But I, I just think Giannis's freak athleticism gives him the edge here. The stats don't lie. This is a pretty easy one for me. He's, his impact defensively for his team, he is the anchor of that defense. He's the anchor of that team, period. The Bucks are a very good defensive team, and he leads the way. So I think this is a pretty easy one. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Defensive Player of the Year. Now, most improved player, moving on. Again, you could put a lot of people here. A lot of people were thinking Lonzo Ball at the beginning of the year, and I think he's he has a case but I don't think he's put it together fully. Uh, you could put Luka here, honestly. You could put Luka Doncic here. But I think his Rookie of the Year kind of taints that, and I think he's most, you know, there was nothing really much to improve on, although he's improved a lot. You can put Devontae Graham here. You could put Bam Adebayo here. A lot of guys for this name, for this list. Most improved player. But I think this is pretty clear that Brandon, Brandon Ingram is your most improved player of the year. And this you, this pains me to say just because, you know, I, I like Brandon Ingram. You know, he, he always gets those, should he have gone number one over Simmons and blah, blah, blah. Is he better than Simmons? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, for most of the year, I kind of thought that this was kind of just like, you know, how Jaleel Okafor was a scoring machine on a really bad Sixers team. That's kind of how I felt about Brandon Ingram. But, you know, the stats don't lie. He's had a great year and he deserves this award. Last year, he was 18.3 points a game, three assists, 5.1 rebounds. 67% from free throw line, 33% from three. This year, 24.3 points per game, 4.3 assists, 6.3 rebounds, 85% from the free throw line, and 38% from three. So those are some big jumps there, especially that free throw percentage, 18%, 5% on the three-point, almost six points per game. He deserves it. Brandon Ingram deserves it. And 
you know, New Orleans for a while was at the bottom barrel until Zion came back and they're starting to make a little bit of a playoff push to where they're at right now. They're three and a half games out of that playoff spot behind Memphis. And I think if the season were to keep going, they have a really good shot. Now, again, I don't know where the season's going to end up or what's going to happen. But I think Brennan Ingram's a big part of that in his development. He's become a go-to guy down the stretch. He's hit a lot of clutch shots for them, especially recently. You know, it's it's one of those things where we thought, you know, Brennan Ingram, I remember him coming out of the draft. He was going to be the next Durant. Actually, you know, admittedly myself, actually, he was someone that I was like, yeah, this guy's Kevin Durant. But it's it's taken a while for him to develop. He wasn't really in the right spot with the Lakers, but... I think I think uh I think Brandon Ingram's gonna be very consistent over the rest of his career. You know, he was an all star this year. You know, whether or not he's he's just gonna be one of those good players. I don't see really superstar potential in him, but I think he's gonna be a solid player for years and years to come. And I think he deserves most improved player this year over those other guys. Moving on, we got two awards left. And then we'll close this thing down. Coach of the year. This one was tough. This one was tough. You can give it to a bunch of people. Frank Vogel on the Lakers. But I kind of question how much he actually coaches the team. <laughs> it's mostly probably LeBron. You can give it to Taylor Jenkins of Memphis. Bringing them up from the basement. You know, they've kind of developed a nice thing there in Memphis. You can give it to Coach Bud again from Milwaukee. You know, there's guys you, you can make arguments for. But, again, non-biased here. The coach of the year for me is Eric Spolstra of the Miami Heat. Again, the Heat were not supposed to be very good this year. They had Jimmy Butler. And apparently that was supposed to be it. And a bunch of guys. And, you know, my kind of, I don't want to say hatred toward Jimmy Butler, but my ill will toward Jimmy Butler. And I was going to laugh when they were at, when they were an eight or nine seed in the Eastern Conference this year. But to their credit, they are a four seed. Better record than the Sixers, of course. And I think the Heat have a legit shot this year if the season continues. No, I don't I don't think they're going to be finals or Eastern Conference finals, but I think they can make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. They are 41 and 24 again with the 4 seed in the Eastern Conference. And I think Coach Bo deserves a lot of credit for the development of a lot of players. Bam Adebayo, 16-10 and 5 this year. A guy who has a lot of potential, a lot of talent and we're able to kind of see it this year. He was one of those guys put in there for most improved player. I think he was the odds-on favorite for a while too, or he was at least very close to that. Bam Adebayo's having a great year. Duncan Robinson, okay, a former Division Three player, transferred to Michigan, undrafted, diamond in the rough, in the rough this year. He's third in total threes and fourth in three-point percentage. An absolute sniper for them. 
that's going to be huge in his development. Kendrick Nunn, who had a really hot start to the season. Again, another undrafted guy from Oakland. 15 points a game on 44% field goal percentage. Tyler Hero, who I thought was going to be an absolute bust. I just didn't think he was ready to come out of Kentucky. But he's got 13 points a game this year on 39% from three. He had a hot start to the year. I I couldn't imagine. like I was, I was the guy watching Tyler Hero's mixtapes. And he was very good in high school. And I think he was solid at Kentucky, but I didn't think he was ready to come out. But to his credit, he's played very well and has had a really great year. So credit, Coach Spo, you know, developing these guys and having a really good roster and having some depth. And I think the Heat can make a little bit of a run this year. I just think they need more veteran players, more presence other than Jimmy Butler. But they've got a lot of talent. And you credit Coach Spo for helping them to the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. And finally, finally we have our All-NBA first team. And when I was doing these, you know, I've got them on a Word document right now. When I was doing these, I had five spots and I just kind of went boom, 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 boom. This was pretty easy. So right now, I've got for my all-NBA first team, at point guard, we got Luka Doncic. Two guard, we got James Harden. Three guard, we got Giannis. Four guard, we got LeBron. And five, we got Joel Embiid. So Luka Doncic, 28-9-8. He is the best point guard in basketball even though you could probably consider him a combo guard. He is outstanding for a really good Dallas Mavericks team. You know, and he's done a great job of leading that team, him and Porzingis. Mavericks are the seventh seed. Again, we didn't really know what we were going to get from Dallas. But they've proven to be a very good team, and they're going to be in the playoffs this year. So credit to Luka Doncic. He's going to be a superstar. I really liked him coming out of the draft. Not a lot of people were super high on him. I just watched iTest, his highlights. Dude was special. He's going to continue to be special throughout his career. James Harden at my two guard. This year averaging 34-6-7. and seven. Again, James Harden is pretty phenomenal, although I'm not really a huge fan of his game. Very ball-dominant guard, just throwing up shots. And to his credit, he's very good. He's very good. And for the most part, the Rockets have been able to make the pairing of him and Westbrook work. And I think that transition to small ball lineup, trading Clint Compella to the Hawks, P.J. Tucker is your small ball five. It's allowed Harden and Westbrook to make plays off the dribble, 
get to the rim, pass out the shooters. So you give credit where credit's due. James Harden's had a hell of a year. Although, again, I don't love his game, but he deserves to be All-NBA first team. We've talked about Giannis, 29-13-5 this year. Plays both ends. Dominates the game. Big, strong, tall. He's easily on this list. He very well could be a future NBA champion. Whether it's with Milwaukee or he goes somewhere else in free agency. But he absolutely deserves to be on this list. Not a lot of explaining to do there. Same with LeBron. Again, just absolutely dominant at 35 years old. 25-7-10. Best record in the West. Him and AD working well together. Not much to talk about. For the center spot, it was a little harder. I think it was mostly a pretty easy list except right here. And my biases are all for Joel Embiid. But, you know, you could also put Jokic here. Very well could. You very well could get this award. Embiid hasn't played enough games. I think he's played 44 games. Jokic has played 62, I believe. You very well could put Jokic there. But here's the thing. Embiid on a down year this year. 23-11-3. Jokic, 20-10-6. You can make the argument for Jokic. Nuggets are the three seed. He is their best player. But when Embiid's right, he's a top five player in basketball. He's shown it. And this very well, again, could have been Jokic's award. He very well could have been on this team. But I just don't see a world where you can leave Joel Embiid off this list. He is the most dominant big in basketball. He just needs to be right and healthy. And I think if he can find stability with that, he's a top five player in basketball. But for right now, I'm putting him on this list. Maybe a little biased. I'm I'm really trying not to. But he's going to be on this list because he's just having the better year overall. And that's going to do it for the awards. So just a quick recap. MVP, LeBron James. Rookie of the Year, John Morant. Sixth Man of the Year, Dennis Schroeder. Defensive Player of the Year, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Most Improved Player, Brandon Ingram. Coach of the Year, Eric Spolstra. And All-NBA First Team, Luka, Harden, Giannis, LeBron, and Joel Embiid. Man, I really hope this isn't the end of the NBA season. I hope we can get a playoffs. I hope we just take it where it is right now. But if this is the end... I figure I make a list, we put something together, and here it is. But man, I miss basketball. I miss it so much. You don't really realize how much you miss sports until they're actually gone. And then you have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. 
It's crazy. So anyway, those are my asterisks, end of season awards. We may revisit this list, hopefully. I may make some changes, but I feel pretty good about it right now. Don't forget, everybody, please stay safe with this coronavirus. Schools are closing down. Things are getting canceled. Please just be smart. Wash your hands. Do what you need to do to keep yourself healthy. Let me know what you guys think of this list. You can follow me on Twitter at PaisleyOnSixers. This is Ryan. And until next time, I don't know when the next time is going to be. Oh, before I leave, okay, go on my Twitter. Okay, right now, go on my Twitter, Paisley on Sixers, and give me some podcast ideas over this time. I've got a few kind of running around in my head, but I want to hear from you guys. So it'd be awesome if you guys can give me some podcast ideas and leave that on my Twitter, Paisley on Sixers. Until next time, this is Ryan. Those were my end of season awards with an asterisk. And we will see you next time.